0: Walk This Way podcast with Pastor Randy Johnson. Well, welcome to a Thursday edition of Walk This Way, and I appreciate you finding this podcast on any of the podcast apps that you may enjoy, whether it is Spotify or iTunes or Google or Pocket Cast. It's all sorts of ways that you can find this podcast and i upload a weekly segment every thursday about 10 or 12 minutes long not too bad hopefully enough time for you to drive from one place to another or just in case you're in the middle of some projects at home or while even while you're doing a project at home hopefully you can find this podcast and download it and subscribe to it and listen to it whenever you're able to i don't normally have a rant but something has stirred up my spirit a good bit today. And I think for good reason. And, and I don't normally rant and I don't normally try to throw anybody under the bus uh, because I, I find myself to be more encouraging than not. Uh, but my, my heart is hurting a little bit this morning over theology. And while I've never been one to really argue With anybody over theology. Debate, yes, discuss, of course. Uh, Argue is just not my style. Uh, But I have been known to get into some debates with friends and some deep discussions over matters of the faith and things that I find in the Bible. But as a senior pastor and, and having been one now for 19 plus, almost 20 years, I find myself in a bit of a predicament and in a bit of a frustrating spot whenever I hear about churches that seem to get a lot of press, seem to be the place to go or the place to be, and at least on the appearance, seem to help people. But whenever the testimony comes out that the church is really not teaching how to defend the faith, how to know the faith, how to dive into the Bible, and how to have a steady diet of the Word of God. Uh, part of of my pastoral um, training rises to the top of my head and begins to make my blood boil. I know that churches have existed ever since the first century. That overemphasize experience and downplay the gospel. And frankly, there have been churches since the first century that have gone the other way, that have been a lot of emphasis on the gospel and on teaching and on understanding the Bible and very little on personal experience. And I understand that even in preaching, there's a bit of energy and presentation that goes into it to be compelling and interesting and engaging, you know, whether it's eye contact or it's, you know, hand motions or just the the inflection of voice. I mean, I get that there is an element of, of all of those things that help for a sermon to be engaging. However, the overwhelming need for any pastor, for any church, for any ministry, is to be rooted in the Bible and to be filled with the Spirit. Now, I can't necessarily look at my church or any church and adequately say, this is how much of the Holy Spirit this church has, or my church has, or this is how much the Spirit is moving in this place or that place. I don't have a meter to be able to gauge that, and nobody does. However, I can listen to the teaching, and I can hear the sermons, and I can talk to people that attend different churches to find out whether or not those churches are really diving into the word of God and whether or not those church members really know the word. I'll give you an example. On Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night, I preach three different sermon series. And I do, I, I preach each of those sermon series for different purposes and for different reasons. And on Wednesday night, naturally, just like most churches and and frankly many churches have even gone away from Sunday night and Wednesday night uh, services and meetings and prayer meetings and that kind of thing. But at our church we have a Wednesday night uh, Bible study and I lead that. And on Wednesday I decided to begin a journey through the book of Romans and it's been very fruitful already and very helpful already. And if there's any book in the Bible, That creates a strong balance of personal experience and the truth of the gospel. It's the book of Romans. Because in that letter, Paul talks about issues that people face. He asks, you know, hypothetical questions that people are asking all throughout some of the toughest chapters in that letter. And yet, the book of Romans is as heady and deep in theology to explain the gospel in great detail, better than probably any book in all of the Bible, and really is one of the premier letters that Paul ever wrote. And so I began teaching through the book of Romans on Wednesday night, and my purpose is to teach our people not only how to understand the faith, but how to defend it and how to describe it. And so for my ministry, and I can only answer for me, I can only answer for the leadership that I personally provide to the church that God has called me to serve. And I'm thankful to be at Columbia Baptist Church in Columbia, Kentucky. I can only answer for my ministry and for what God has gifted me to do and how he has called me to serve. But I also know that I would rather go down, so to speak. I, I would rather serve and and not be seen as the premier whatever in what where whatever town. I would rather be known as a faithful teacher and preacher of God's word, and have that level of. Personal experience come out not only in my own life, but to see it in the pews and to see people that are being changed, that are growing in their walk with Christ, that are sharing their faith, and they are, you know, recovering from frustrations and different hangups and and addictions and things like that, because the Holy Spirit has gotten a hold of their life, and because the Word of God has been embedded in their heart, not because of sound music uh, lighting, uh, techniques and any of this kind of stuff, but simply because God is at work. And so the more that I hear and and the more that I see churches around the country and, and I'm sure I know churches, even in China and, and I'm certain other places as well, but I, I just, have a word of caution for any church and any pastor and any ministry that thinks more about experience than it does about the gospel and thinks more about the person in the pew rather than the Holy Spirit moving through that place and thinks more about the needs of the person hearing the message. Rather than the Christ that is called to be lifted up and exalted, because Jesus told Nicodemus in John 3 if I am lifted up, I'll draw all men to me. And I just don't see that kind of focus on Jesus that should be. I don't see a wide range of churches that are truly exalting Jesus. What I see is a lot of churches exalting the benefit of. Of of a relationship with Jesus, they exalt the uh, the feeling, they exalt the experience, they exalt the uh, the freedom from certain issues. But they're not exalting Jesus; they're exalting something that the person is going through, and that's what's attracting the crowd. That's not the way that Jesus called us to minister to the church. When you lift Jesus up, He will draw all people to himself, and He will lead them through some of these issues. Now that's not to say that there are, are, are not, there's not the need for key ministries in our church to really address some addictions and some issues. and there absolutely are. but the very best counseling points people to Jesus. The very best uh, uh, recovery ministries points people to Jesus. The very best preaching, points people to Jesus, and the very best ministries and churches point people to Jesus first and exalt him and not the need that people have that they hope Jesus will fix. So this is a bit of a rant for me, and maybe a bit of a defense of my own ministry, but as I think and I contemplate where the church in America is today, there is a strong need for personal evangelism. There is a strong need for learning how to defend the faith. I read articles all the time and just read several the other day, how atheism is on the rise with the current young generation. These that are in middle school and high school and college age. I mean, these it's not that they are not coming to Christ. They don't even believe God exists. And yet, We have churches that aren't teaching that generation that says that they believe in Christ how to even defend the faith to those who do not even believe God exists, and that is a tragedy. And so I pray that the church that I am a part of and the leaders that I surround myself with and people that are in under the scope of the teaching and leadership that God has blessed me with, I pray that I do the best that I can to equip them to defend the faith that has been delivered once for all to the saints. And I, and I pray that every church will get on board with that. And there are some churches that really believe they are doing that, but they're just not. And and it's up to them to decide how they're going to do that best. It's up to every preacher of the gospel to decide how he's going to balance the gospel with gimmicks. And yes, there are need certainly to be engaging and to, to be uh, appealing to people. But when we go overboard on those things, and focus more on the lights, the sound, the smoke, the the music, the you know the the emotional side. Then we get away from exalting Jesus, who is going to draw all men to Himself. And so, as Joshua twenty four fifteen says, "As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord." That's the way that that my ministry is going to go. And I pray that you would walk that way as well and that your life and your ministry will just constantly point people to Jesus. Thank you for finding Walk This Way and for enduring my rant for today. If you have thoughts on this podcast, do not hesitate to email me. I would love to hear from you. My email address is randy at columbiabaptist.com. I hope that you're having a great week, and I pray that God blesses you tremendously this day.